Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight Getty. I got my solar flare umbrella today because apparently we got a plasma bomb coming our way. You told me when I don't know. What what is this? What is this? Is this something legit? Is there really a Yeah, it's like it was like a like a dead spot in the sun. They said nothing will happen there, and it burped out a big old flare that's (laughs) headed this way, and it's gonna be they say it's a G two event, you know, it's just like hurricanes, you know, it's a one, two, three, four, five. So it's a G two. What is a minor G- disruption? What, what would a G7 event be? Or a G8? Um, you don't want to know. <laughs> or a G10. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to know. I mean, there wouldn't be any more else. Apparently, though, uh, you'll see in a lot of places that you would normally not see it. The the aurora tonight, you'll be able to see it because I guess it lights up the sky. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not a scientist. It'll That's obvious. The, it'll help the illegals entering our country to finally. Yes. Well, they, yeah, they don't need a flashlight tonight. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. And it continues folks. Uh, the governor of Texas, as you probably <laughs> know by now, he had an answer for the illegals. He's busing them up and he's sending them to Washington, DC. No, he's not sending a lot. He really isn't the first bus. I think there was like 30 people on board the bus. But it was a signal that there are more to come. And now I hear that Ron DeSantis is in Florida. Bust them up. He's going to send them to Maryland, Delaware, and he's going to send them to Martha's Vineyard, too, in Massachusetts, which I find is in, it's interesting because there's no bridge to Martha's Vineyard. The only way you get across is by a ferry boat. So you'll be busing them to the ferry landing, taking them across on the boat, and then unloading them in Martha's Vineyard. Now, how are they going to pay for their ferry boat ride with fairy dust? Martha's Vineyard is one of these islands that protects its heritage. So mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of hotels. They have very few motels. You won't find, for example, a McDonald's or a Dairy Queen, or at least you couldn't for the longest time. Maybe they've changed recently, but uh, they were protecting their quaintness. So I don't know where these people are going to stay once they get dumped uh, at Martha's Vineyard. Maybe on Barack Obama's beachfront. I was going to say that because, you know, he is such a uh, friendly liberal, you know, and this is a liberal thing. I mean, I think he would open up his doors there. I think it would be a great idea. A grand I idea. think it would. So they continue to come across. And uh, we have some audio from uh, Fox and Friends. Uh, oh, Steve this will be Ducey, great. Brian Kilmeade and, <laughs> and uh, Ainsley Earhart uh, talking about uh, the bus as it was pulling up in front, I believe, pulling up in front of Union Station in Washington because they wouldn't allow the bus to get too close to the Capitol. I don't know how they do that and what their justification is. How do you say to a bus you cannot drive on a on a city street to uh, to the Capitol area? Wait a minute now. Are they saying that uh, they don't feel safe with the illegals driving up to the Capitol that's welcoming them here? Apparently is that what they're saying? Exa- apparently that's exactly what they're saying. That's what they're saying? Yes take Greg Abbott up on the offer for the free bus ride to Washington, but that's it. As uh, people hop off, we believe on Capitol Hill. Yeah, this is a great feeling. I mean, I don't love the fact that there's a whole bunch of people waiting to get get, uh, admission into our country the right way, and because of the spat between the governor and the president, we're getting a whole bunch of people who just got a free bus ride right to Washington, D.C. in a beautiful spring day. So what lesson is that if you're watching in Mexico, Central America, Russia, Ukraine, 
Uh, don't even go through our system. This is how you get here. It seems like fun. So if you're just joining us, we've been talking all week about how the governor of Texas said, I've got all these buses and I, we can't handle all these illegal immigrants, so we are going to offer them free rides to D.C. if they want to get on one of these buses and join their family or go into D.C. and not stay in Texas. This is the first bus that we have seen that, roll, that is rolling into Washington as we speak. We got word this is a Fox News exclusive. Our reporter Bill Malugin um, has a source that is giving him this information, and he's a great reporter and, and told us to have our cameras there, and we did. So we're getting this exclusive video right now of these illegal immigrants that are now going to be living in the Washington, D.C. Right, we're going to be paying for it, and I'm sure Joe Biden hopes they become his voters. So I have to tell you, Brian sounded almost surprised uh, by the fact that uh, this may be an incentive for people to to come into our country. Like, oh, wait a second, we can get a bus ride to Washington? Well, maybe I'll just come across the border. Like, there wasn't enough incentive already to come across our southern border. Yeah, you know, the funny thing is they're, they're, they're making light of this situation. Well, wait until you've got thousands, hundreds of thousands. Now, I would encourage, you know, Texas, Florida, the other red states to get them. Let's go ahead and send them by the bus loads there. Let them stack up there. 30 is nothing. You know, wait until you got thousands of them there pitching tents on your front lawn because they've got nowhere to go. Oh, you talk about illegal weapons. I'm sure they will find them for you. I heard someone say, Bill, that you can expect 18,000 a day when they have mm-hmm. title, title 42 is, is done. You know, that, mm-hmm. that law that was sending them back because of the COVID restrictions that you can expect 18,000 people a day. How can we handle all those people coming across every week? Well, we can't. Now, the news and the left media, I think they're trying to make light of this and make it like, oh, this is silly. Pasaki comes out and she goes, hey, thanks for the immigrants. This is nice, which is code for your thanks for the immigrants. (laughs) Keep dancing, Pasaki, when the, the other buses start coming in by the droves. We don't know who these people are who are coming across the border, but I do know that last week they arrested five sexual predators uh, in West Texas uh, in one week, mind you, five sexual predators. That's the ones that we caught. So how many don't we catch who are sexual predators, drug dealers, terrorists? Well, I'm going to go back to something I said, because it it sounded like I was saying, you know, that uh, it was stereotypical. Oh, they're going to be bad. They're all bad. What I'm trying to say is we're not vetting the people that are coming across. So we're not, you know, we're not skimming the crap off the top. We're taking the crap off the top that, you know, that comes up in the mix. Let's get, if we're going to, if we're going to bring people in, let's vet them and let's do it right. Or let's not do it at all. There are good people coming across the border, but you're right. They're surrounded by bad people too, gang members, the worst of the worst, and we just don't know who they are. They're catching people not not just from Mexico, not just from Honduras or Venezuela or Ecuador or Nicaragua or Honduras. They're getting them from the Middle East. They're getting them from China. They're getting from them from, from places that you would never expect them to be coming from, Haiti. How do people from Haiti come across our southern border unless they are, they're flown from Haiti into Mexico, and then they come north. 
think about this for a second. If there were a battalion of soldiers at our southern border and they weren't armed, but they were a battalion of soldiers and they've determined to come across into Texas or into one of our other southern states, would we send down our soldiers to stop them? I think the answer would be yes. We're being invaded by an army. Even if the army said, we're not coming across with weapons to, to uh, harm you, we're coming into your country because we can. You know, the, the, the left always talks about my democracy, my democracy. Yeah, they're hurting my democracy. Democracy has always been under attack. And now we're opening up the floodgates for it to be attacked even more. You know, we're defunding the police yet to do what we have to do, we're going to have to fund more police to protect our democracy. We're sending billions of dollars right now to the Ukraine, billions of dollars to the Ukraine to protect their borders and to protect their people. Yet we're ignoring our own border. I don't understand the logic unless it is an intentional thing on the part of the people who are running our country right now. Yeah, I think it is an intentional thing. You know, let's 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 kind of track over to uh, Russia right now, Finland, Sweden. You know, they're going, hey, you know what? We want to join NATO. Yeah. And, you know, this whole Russian Ukraine thing is really all about NATO, because that fence, that NATO fence on the Russian border, Russia was told they can never be a part of NATO. Mm -hmm. And we're you know, this fence is building. So Putin's going, well, we got to do something. He had to do something in the Ukraine. I don't know that we're getting the full story on both sides. And he said yesterday when Sweden and uh, Finland said, well, we want to join NATO. And he goes, if that fence grows, we've got to put protection along that fence, our border. So we will put nuclear defense there. He says, we have to protect. So this whole thing for him is about NATO. I find it interesting that uh, initially we denied that we had any bioweapon labs in the Ukraine. Then we said they weren't weapons labs. They were bioresearch labs. Right. Initially, we said they were like eight or nine labs. Then we admitted to, what, 30 different labs? Yeah, there's a ton of them there. Look, we're not cleaning this either. No, we are not. You got to wonder, are we getting the accurate story from either side? Now, look at I know there have been atrocities committed by the Russians. I know that. I know there have been atrocities committed by the Ukrainians. Well, we know that. We don't have an honest story from either side. Now, we have a narrative that has been laid out by the media, and that narrative is Ukrainians are the white hats, the Russians are the evil black hats. Nothing that the Russians do is good everything the ukrainians are doing is positive and wholesome and that's just not the case the not ukraine was a corrupt country for many years look at joe biden picked up the telephone and he bragged about that this and he called poroshenko back in 2017 or 2016 and said it was 17 he said i want this uh this prosecutor fired or you don't get a billion dollars of our money Maybe it was six billion, a lot of money, billion dollars of our money. And Poroshenko hesitated and he thought about it and he he acquiesced. He did exactly what Joe Biden told him to do. 
And Bi- that's when Biden said the line, well, I got a phone call. He said, uh, he, the guy's gone. I'll be damned. He said, Biden said he was fired. You know, he, well, he didn't say I'll be damned. He said SOB, but yeah, I'll be yeah. a SOB. Okay. Well, the point is whatever he said, he was bragging and boasting about the fact that he had gotten this prosecutor fired. And this prosecutor, by the way, was going to go after the company that was being run by Biden's son, mm-hmm. Barisma. So this and is you know the kind what? of country we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot more Hunter and uh, Hunter Biden and Joe news out there, too. As time progresses, I think they're trying to figure out how to sweep this one under the rug because, oh, yeah. oh you know, Biden's sister, they, they asked her, well, what do you think about all this? And she was saying, well, you know, with, with everything that's going on and all the bad news and Hunter's drug addic- addiction, uh, there's only one thing that I can say. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. It's Trump's fault and the uh-huh. conservative right fault that Hunter's a drug addict and that all of this stuff is going. In other words, it's our fault that we caught him. That's what, what the deal is. What a family they are. What yeah, a family. Well, the whole family's I, you know, I mentioned this yesterday, Bill, and it's true. If you love somebody, do you keep pushing them out into the limelight to be embarrassed? Because that's what they do every time Joe Biden goes out to speak. He was in Iowa a couple of days ago. And uh, it's a joke now. We have a new theme right now for uh, for the Joe Biden moment, you know, and I say moment in quotes. Yes, you can. Let me uh, let me play the theme. This is the new theme. We may not keep it, but we're going to run it. We're going to run it today anyway. That's the uh, the intro, at least for today. Highway to Hell. That's where Joe's taking us. And uh, he was in Iowa, and he was talking to a bunch of people. By the way, this is the the place where the bird pooped on his left shoulder, and they yeah, tried he, to pass it off off as being corn kernels. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been by silos before. I lived in Iowa, and uh, corn kernels when they fall on you, yeah. they go thump. They don't go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, this one went. Pss. Not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Here's uh, here's Jumpin' Joe uh, out there in Iowa. Now, as Iowa's campaign, you and I made that commitment. I don't think anybody heard it, but we're back. We're back. And I, uh, my name is Joe Joe Biden. I work for Joe Congressman uh, Nexney. Uh, there she is. I learned a long time ago when she says, "I have a," I just say yes. I say yes. Right. There he is. That's our leader. Our commander in chief. <laughs> yes. yeah. Riding with Biden. And simple Biden says. And, and where, <laughs> where, where is our commander in chief taking us? Right, he's taking us for a ride on the what? On the what? Highway to hell. Join in. Highway to hell. Highway to hell. 
Oh, you got to love it. The strangest group that I've ever heard and leave it to uh, you to have found them. Oh, they're, they're a great group out of Germany, as, as a matter of fact. So they are, what do they call them? The, 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 one of the lines in the song is I'm Satan. I'm paying my dues. I'm, I'm the lead singer in a Glynick, what is it, Glynick band or something, whatever. They yeah, I, I don't know what they call it. They're an oompa-pa band. <laughs> they are. And they do, there's a lot of them in Germany, and they do classic hit covers all the time. And it's very popular And when people hear it, because the musicians are actually good. Oh, and uh, Connie that sings with them, uh, she's very good, good singer. And she was playing that da-da-da guitar, and I was like, oh, well, they got ACDC to help him out. No, she did it. So, <laughs> Well, he's taking us on the highway to hell. Uh, you yeah. got to pray for our country, folks. If you are concerned, it is justifiably so, because if you just think of what he's done to our country since he got into office, he has taken down the, the border wall. I mean, the, the effectiveness of the, of the border wall. He's removed the security in our southern border. He has um, closed down the Keystone Pipeline. And he stopped us from generating our own fuel. So now we're dependent on countries like Venezuela and Iran. And this guy has done everything he could possibly do to sabotage this country. Afghanistan, we're in a country for 20 years. There is a plan to decently pull our troops out, but he ignores that plan. And he decides to, to move the troops out. He moved the troops out first. Is that what he, he did? Mm -hmm. And did it quickly too. He yeah. did everything quickly, which is the opposite of what he said several years before that. He goes, yeah, you know, you can't just get out of there quickly because then we'd be leaving all this hardware behind that they're going to use against who? us. So he talks both sides of the coin. You notice how, how, we, how we quickly forget about what he's done. The media has moved on. The fact that he left $89 billion worth of equipment behind a uh, Bagram air base, which we spent billions to upgrade, which mm -hmm. is an hour's air flight. The president Trump always talks about this. It's an hour's air flight to where China makes the nuclear weapons. It's nuclear weapons. We had a base that close to China. We could have kept the base, even though we returned the country to Afghanistan and we didn't. He just abandoned everything. And 13 young people died as a result of his stupidity. We could have brought pilots in and flown out the hardware, the big hardware. And now it's going to be used. It's going to be used against us. We know that. Uh, and that Iranian deal that uh, has been struck, you know, for the nuclear reactor and the enriched uranium and freeing up of the frozen assets. So now they got the money. Oh, I'm sure they're going to return the love. And tenfold in a bad way. Bill, everybody says that the Iranian deal they're working on now it makes the one we laugh about that was done during the Obama administration. You know, the one where they dropped worse. the pallets of money on the on the air the runway. Mm -hmm. I forgot how many hundreds of millions of dollars we just eight hundred. Yeah, we dumped all this money on the Iranian doorstep, and now the one we're working on is worse. Unbelievable. Yeah. How do we do stuff like this? How do they justify it? Well, number one, you have to have the biggest election in the history of this nation, uh, a fair, legitimate election. Uh, you don't have to draw a crowd, friends, to win an election. You just have to have the right candidate That's true. with the right mechanisms in place. 
Yes. And after you have a historic landslide victory like that, <laughs> uh, then you can do whatever you want. You yes. got a license because we got a bunch of idiots that say, yeah, he won. <laughs> no, he didn't. I, I have no idea why they're killing our country, but they are killing our country. And, you know, when you say stuff against the current administration, the left immediately labels you a racist. Mm hmm. We're, anybody who disagrees with the left is a, is a racist. They throw that term around now to a point where it really doesn't mean much anymore. There was a time when I was a kid, if someone called you a racist, you knew exactly what they are and exactly their philosophy. But today, I mean, you can, you can double park in the wrong spot and they'll call you a racist and, and they do it with ease. Narcissist, homophobe. Yeah. You're everything. You just called, crawled out of the rabbit hole. Really? Well, I like my carrots sauteed in butter. You know, I like them steamed. And then, you know, a little butter on them, a little salt. You know, there's a teacher in Boston, the Boston oh, yeah. Roslindale. He's a, a kindergarten teacher. He's a transgender teacher. So this made it to the media. And there was a lot of discussion about, well, what's wrong with this? I want you to hear it, and then you tell me what's wrong with this. This is right. this is uh, a person named Ray Skyer, a trans teacher in Boston. He post he posted a video clip of his Zoom session with a group of kindergartners regarding identity share. That's in quotes. Last year, this is Ray Skyer. And something something cool about me, Miss Hammond. All right. All right, so something that's really cool and unique about who I am is that I am transgender. So we touched a little bit about that at the beginning of this week uh, in the book that Ms. Hammond read, but I'm going to give you my explanation about what it means to be transgender as well. So when babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl based on what they look like. And most of the time, that guess is 100% correct. There are no issues whatsoever. Um, and, but sometimes the doctor is wrong. The doctor makes an incorrect guess. Um, when the doctor makes a correct guess, that's when a person is called cisgender. When a doctor's guess is wrong, that's when they are transgender. So I'm a man, but when I was a baby, the doctors told my parents I was a girl. And so my parents gave me a name that girls typically have and bought me clothes that girls typically wear. Um, and until I was 18 years old, Everyone thought I was a girl. And this was super, super uncomfortable for me because I knew that wasn't right. Um, the way I like to describe it is like wearing a super itchy sweater. Um, the longer you wear it, the itchier it gets. And the only way to make the itching stop is to have everyone see and know the person that you really are. So when I was 18, I told my family and my friends that I'm really a boy. And it was like this huge weight had been lifted off of my shoulders and I had the freedom to be who I truly am. And even though this experience is super challenging, sometimes um, I am. It made me the person I am. And I'm super proud to be transgender. OK, that's Ray Skyer, a transgender teacher in the Roslindale School District uh, up in Boston, Massachusetts. And first, let me say that I have no problem with anybody being anything they want to be. If you are a transgender, you feel better uh, dressing in men's clothes if you're a female or vice versa. That's your, your right. We are in a free country. It has nothing to do with what you want to be. You can be all that you can be, as they used to say in the Army. Mm -hmm. But I have a problem with them saying it in front of 
kindergarten students. Kind of hypocritic, really, because when you think about it, here's a person that was born assigned a gender at birth mm-hmm. by, you want to say God, by God, you want to say by the forces of nature, by the forces of nature. Uh, either way, they ain't but two. It's either a boy or a girl. So the doctor made the right call. Mm-hmm. Now, over time, this person said, nah, I don't really feel that way. Doesn't mean that she wasn't a woman, just meant she didn't want to be a woman. And mm-hmm. she had the right to make the changes. And she did. Right. And she did it in her own time, by her own decision, at a mature age when she could do it. And she's happy with it. Don't shove it down a kid's throat because that is the formative years. And what you're doing is you're making them go, Oh, okay. I'm going to do it. Teacher did. What will we do? If Bill Knight walked into a classroom, sat down uh, a classroom of kindergarten kids and started to talk about his sex life, we'd probably call security and have you arrested. So my question oh, you don't is, you don't want me to bring the videos or the no, photos. No, 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 no videos no. either. <laughs> I'm the, kidding. the thing is, the thing is, what's mm. the difference? What is the difference? This is the problem we have. It goes back to the border thing I was talking about a second ago, too. We have different rules for different situations. Yes, you know, we do. We say that it's okay for a transgender to talk to our children, our little kids about their sex life, but it's not okay for an adult to talk to the same age children about their sex life if they're heterosexual. We say that it's okay for illegals to come across the border. You know, it's okay that that um, we don't protect our borders, but we make, we're talking about how it's important for Ukraine to protect theirs. I, uh, I, I don't know. You know, that's a tough one. And I'm fine with people making identity choices when they're older on their own by themselves. Sure. But I do believe in my heart of hearts, this is Bill Knight just saying, hey, I think it has to do because kids are sponges. They're a oh, sponge yeah. and they've been assigned a gender and they're probably happy with it. They don't know at that age, but they pick up on signals and signs from their parents. Oh, so sure. perhaps raise parents there was a little disconnect there or something that wasn't uh, he didn't get the proper, maybe he got more mothering uh, than he got fathering, or maybe he got more fathering than he got mothering. You know, in other words, you know, Bill, these are the same people to play an active role. These are the same people who tell us to follow the science. If you follow the science, there's only XX and XY. There's nothing else. There's no XY squared. There's nothing. It's X, Y, or X, X. That's it. You don't have, you don't have any other choices. So when the doctor looked down and saw what this little person was as a baby, he didn't have multiple choices. He had two choices, male or female. And it was very, very obvious to the doctor. So he made the right choice. Now, if he feels inside, this little person grows up and feels inside that he's something else. He wants to be something else. That's his decision. You only have one life. Live it the way you want to live it. But don't, like you said, force it down the throats of our little children. Don't try to influence them when they're they're not much more than babies themselves. Yeah, uh, I I have a real problem with that. I don't have a problem with gay or heterosexual no. or uh, 
well, heterosexual people I have no problem with, but gay or transgender people, you know, you're, you're a brother or sister too on this planet. We all share it. We got to get along. We got to come up with compromises. I accept you for you. Well, you you know, if you want to be what you want to be, be it, you know, this guy who's swimming, this guy from Penn, Leah Thomas. Yeah. I was thinking, okay, if it's okay for him to swim with the women, can I wrestle on the, if they have women's wrestling, can I wrestle with them? Can I play in women's softball? Can I, can I play in all of their sports or is it just limited to swimming? Should be play, you know, if you're going to do it, you may as well just take, uh, open up the gates yes. and you know what, that's going to kill sports. It's going to kill everything. But if that is the world that you want to live in, not the yes. one I want to live in, uh, you go ahead and do it. Maybe we can take uh, some blue states and just, you know, let let you guys create your own little utopia. Speaking of Gates, Bill, we luck. have to close the gates to this show because we have been uh, we've been talking ad infinitum. It seems it's uh, now a little over half an hour, but that's okay. It's yeah. been a good show, a lot of fun, and uh, we. We'll be back again tomorrow to do it again, right here in this. They let us. They let us. Yes. Yep. And I, I had so much more to talk about. I wanted to talk about Elon Musk. I, I I can drop this in real quick. I don't know if you heard this or not, but he, he made an offer to buy out the whole company for forty eight. I think it was forty eight billion dollars. Twitter. Yeah, going to buy the whole thing out. He said it makes sense for me to buy it because I believe in free speech. I'm going to buy the whole thing right now off you guys. Here's the offer. But he said if you don't accept the offer, then I'm going to have to reevaluate my stance as a shareholder, which said to me, it was like, it didn't mean that he was going to drop his shares. It meant he was going to buy, he was going to buy out the company in another way. Yeah. Sell it to me the right way. Or you know what? I'll do a hostile takeover. You got it. Hey buddy, that's going to be, that's going to do it. Uh, 833-583-6060 is our telephone number. You can call us anytime you want to leave a message, say hello. 833-583-6060. 833-583-6060. Of course, the email is mail at itsanotherday.com. The website, itsanotherday.com. We make it easy for you. And if you're on Facebook, uh, it's another day. So you can find the page there. Post on that page, you know, uh, comment on that page. Uh, and send us some uh, emails. And uh, if you want to do a little voice presentation saying, hey, I was thinking about this. Well, you know what? You might end up on the air. That's true. So don't say anything that would hurt your reputation. That's right. Hey, friends, have a great day. We'll see you again tomorrow. Take care, Bill. Well, we'll talk to you again tomorrow because I can't see through the wires. And that's very, I know I'm being technical. Yes. Go sit in the corner. Will you please? Do I get to wear the cone hat? Yes. If you want to. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs)